Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Clocked In with the Press, hosted at Altman Studios in Brentwood, California. In this podcast, we highlight news stories, individuals, and organizations that deserve your attention. For full news stories and the latest Contra Costa County updates, you can visit our website and Facebook at thepress.net or our Twitter and Instagram at PressClockedIn. This is your host, Caitlin Gleason, clocking in. For the interview of the day, we get to talk to Darren Gale, Assistant City Manager, as well as Josh Uwin, a Senior Analyst, and Ricardo Nuguera, an Economic Development Manager, all for the City of Brentwood. They're here to mainly talk about the program and brand, Better in Brentwood, as well as other updates and developments regarding the city. So thank you all for coming on to the show today. Thank you, Caitlin. Yeah, appreciate it. Of course. So, so this way the readers don't get confused. Uh, one at a time, introduce yourselves so that they know whose voice belongs to. <laughs> well, hi everyone. I'm Josh Ewan. I'm a senior analyst with uh, the City of Brentwood in our Economic Development Division. And I'm the newest guy to the team, uh, Darren Gale. I'm the Assistant City Manager. And I've been with the city for just a little over two weeks. So oh, I'm just well, getting the started. The new guy. <laughs> total, total, totally the new guy, but excited to, to be here in the community. And I'm Ricardo Nogueira. I'm the new economic development manager. I, I'm a little bit more seasoned than Darren. I've been here for four weeks. Oh, yeah. You're, you're racking up that time there. The paid time <laughs> off is going to come really soon. <laughs> okay. So tell me a little bit about Better in Brentwood, um, what, what it is, and what it's really supposed to do. Yeah. Well, thank you for, first off, thank you for the opportunity. Of course. Uh, you know, our, our team with the city, we're, we're, working on behalf of the city council and the city organization to really support small businesses and new develop new commercial development coming into Brentwood. Mm. So we're fortunate enough that the city in historical tents, as well as the city council over the last uh, five or seven years or so have supported the better in Brentwood program. Mm -hmm. And for us, it's really a quality of life and small business promotion platform that's available to any um, local business that is within Brentwood, within our city limits and uh, what we do is we go out, we help promote them. We go out and take photography. Uh, we do a little bit of content copy, and then we help promote through social media channels mm -hmm. and the betterinbrentwood.com website uh, so that people and residents and tourists and as well as visitors to our community can understand more about our small business community and also uh, patronize those businesses. So it's really a way for the community to be able to come together and support all of those really small and local businesses. Perf perfect way to put it. Oh, uh, so what do you think are some, and this squarely question goes for anybody, is what do you think are some common misconceptions about the initiative? You know, I would say, so So first of all, like, I think the statement stands on its own, right? Mm -hmm. like, better in Brentwood, right? I mean, that's... Uh, it's catchy. It, it, it is very <laughs> catchy, right? I mean, better in Brentwood, right? The place to live, uh, the place to work, the place to um, just take advantage of life, right? It's it's It truly is an amazing community, and so... One of one of the misconceptions I had, right, as I was coming in and and uh, and just kind of reviewing some of the things that went with the city was, well, maybe this is just a a government, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a city agency trying to push this program, and 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 although the funding and the foundation was set up by the city, um, by the city council and city funding, this really is a community, and mm -hmm. if you ask me, a community initiative where people can highlight. Um, and understand better the businesses that are here and how mm -hmm. they can support them. And, and you know, as, as Josh kind of talked about, you know, the city putting forward some information out on Instagram. But, you know, I, I want to see residents start, you know, hashtag better in Brentwood, start, mm -hmm. you know, uh, marking up their, their Instagram and, and Facebook page to, to bring more awareness to, uh, to mm -hmm. this program. 
Yeah, and it's it's funny that you actually mentioned the hashtag because when I first heard about Better in Brentwood, I just thought it was a hashtag catchphrase. Like I was like, oh yeah, hashtag Better in Brentwood. That's that's a thing. Um, but then um, it was actually through Better in Brentwood that I actually found a um, wine company that I really like to get wine from now. So I was like, oh. Huh. There you go. So it's in action and it worked for me. So, um, but you mentioned a little bit how Better in Brentwood, I think you said, has been at, gone, going on for a few years now. Um, is, so when did uh, Better in Brentwood really start being implemented? Well, from, from the onset, uh, Better in Brentwood, we actually, as a city, went out and trademarked mm. the quality of life platform. And so we've been trying to explore that and grow the brand. Uh, we were looking at some data analytics just this last week or so, and we're showing that visitor um, traffic into the the Better in Brentwood website has probably increased threefold in the last three years. Oh, wow. And our, our future planning that we're working with the city council and, and being able to present to them is we plan to see that continue to grow for at least another 20% annually uh, over the next two years in our budget cycle. So we're continuing to push it. We're looking at new initiatives. Technology's come so far. Social media in itself has come so far in five, seven years that we're using that and leveraging, leveraging that to the best of our ability. Uh, we're doing videos on promoting local businesses, especially coming out of COVID, reminding residents and tourists that they're able to, to shop here locally and, and spend their money and having a really great experience. And that's something that Brentwood really provides to our residents is that high quality of life. And, you know, it's really lives up to the tagline that it is better in Brentwood. And we want businesses to know that we're here to support them and back them as they continue to grow and expand here. Mm. You know, talking a little bit about technology and all of these, you know, new developments that brings to mind the Innovation Center um, that has been talked about in the city of Brentwood. Why don't you guys tell me and the audience a little bit about that Innovation Center and that kind of plan for the development of the city of Brentwood? Yes. Yeah, so uh, the Innovation Center is really an exciting project for uh, not just the city of Brentwood, but I would tell you all of East Contra Costa County. Um, that the city has a development along um, um, Highway 4. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Josh and, and Ricardo can probably get a little bit more in the details of exactly how many acres and, and, and kind of what, what is entailed there. Uh, but really, this is the opportunity to, to have a great balance between both residential and non-residential uh, uh, growth. So what does that mean? Um, that means we, we have uh, 65,000 residents that live here in the city of Brentwood. But the idea is, is how do we attract major employers mm. to set up in the innovation center and provide, you know, high paying jobs um, and create a balance between jobs and, and, and uh, residential uh, development to, to be right here mm -hmm. in, in the city of Brentwood. And, and we believe that, that this development is going to be catalytic and have a, a major change um, as it relates to, to bringing additional employers here to, uh, to Brentwood. And like I said, I, you know, we definitely see it being a benefit, a benefit, not just for residents of, of Brentwood, uh, but hopefully bring, you know, additional employers to, uh, uh, to, to here and to the region so that uh, people can work locally mm -hmm. and uh, they can cut their commute. And, and maybe we'll, we'll talk, I said cut the commute. So maybe you might ask a question because we'll, we'll tell you a little bit more about uh, a possible, a po an initiative that we're embarking on as it relates mm -hmm. to uh, cutting the commute, getting people off the, off the highway spending less money on travel and, and working closer to, to where they live. And mm -hmm. that increases your quality of life. And, and maybe Josh and Ricardo could talk a little bit more about the details mm -hmm. of the Innovation Center. Yeah, well, let me jump into that, too. Um, you know, when I first came here January 18th, I've been looking very closely at the numbers for this city and for this East County region. We have 
a little less than 300,000 people between Pittsburgh, Antioch, Oakley, and Brentwood. Mm -hmm. But then I look, dig deeper, and I look at Brentwood's demographics, and 40% of the residents here mm. have a college degree or higher. Oh, wow. So this, and, and I have lived and worked in other, other parts of the Bay Area, Southern California, mm-hmm. and Florida. This is very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Also, the median income, the annual income, is $148,000. Really? <laughs> $148,000 for Brentwood. Median house price is close to 900000 So we're not talking about working class folks. We're talking about middle income folks who have moved here from other parts of the Bay Area to this haven mm. here in East County. So what we're trying to figure out is, and that that fall, mm-hmm. falls into the survey we want to pursue with our partner cities, is where are these folks, not only in Brentwood, but in the four cities, commuting to along Highway 4? Right. We're going to reach out to our residents, find out where they're commuting to, and go after those employers and I'm not talking about light industrial or manufacturers. We're talking about tech and office. Mm. We want to be able to attract some of them. Similar to what you see in Bishop Ranch in San Ramon, mm. we'd like to get a piece of that here in Brentwood. Mm-hmm. And we have 200-plus acres that straddle Highway 4 where we can attract such uses. And as, as Darren was sharing, cut to commute. If we can get a couple hundred thousand square feet of tech and office users here and create anywhere from two to 5,000 jobs, what we're actually doing then is we're cutting down on the amount of time families mm-hmm. have to sit on the freeway. They're spending more time improving their quality of life here in Brentwood, and they're, they're, they're patronizing mm-hmm. the businesses here. So if you go around Brentwood shopping centers during the day, it looks the the, mm-hmm. the 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 customer base looks pretty low because folks are gone. If we can get them to spend their days here mm-hmm. as well as evenings, we're going to create more sales tax, and it's going to help strengthen our whole economic mm-hmm. base here. And um, that's what this is all about. At the end of the day, creating a more livable community. No, it's, it's, it it's those building blocks and stuff. That's right. um, it's actually funny that you mentioned the commute because that would be great because uh, when I was a little bit younger, I worked for a construction company with some of my other family members, and we had to commute all the way to Palo Alto uh, to work at wow. the Facebook building. And, you know, because the Facebook and Instagram are stationed out there. And the commute would be two hours in the morning and then three and a half on the way home because of how bad traffic was. Um, And that convinced me that I was not cut out for construction. (laughs) I quit after like three months. So, yeah, no, I think cutting the commute is definitely something that I think a lot of people would be happy about. You know, I I went back and watched uh, the first podcast with Greg. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Greg mentioned that he's lived here since there was only 9,000 residents. Which is wild. It is wild. I was one years old. (laughs) That's right. And and the paper started before you were a 
born, I think you, you mentioned in, a in few that months podcast. after. Okay. okay, a few months after. I'm a little older. <laughs> and uh, but but now that city is is over sixty five thousand. And uh, and like I said, we will have this survey that we'll be uh, releasing soon. And I'm not sure when exactly the podcast will uh, will go live. But uh, you know, we definitely check out the, uh, the press uh, because we we hope to have a, a newspaper article. Uh, that will give all the details about this very quick, easy survey of just a few questions. And like Ricardo said, what better way to attract a new employer than to find an employer that is employing our local residents? Mm. And uh, and like I said, it definitely improves the quality of uh, life overnight by not having to you know sit on Highway Four. Yeah, talking about Highway Four though, because I was <laughs> looking at the um, the Innovation Center plans, and I was noticing that the location on Highway Four was next to the AMC Theater. Um, am I right about that or am I wrong? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what kind of made you guys choose? I don't know if you guys actually chose the location. What made that the location that's being theorized is where this innovation center is going to go? Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that is a good question. Really, this all started in 2001, if not before then. The city council at that time dedicated this area within the general plan, which is a, a long-range planning tool for mm-hmm. any city government in California, um, at that time, they uh, designated, designated it Planning Area P with just the idea of creating a, what they called a planned employment center. Mm. And the idea is that even at that time, 21 years ago, there was enough foresight um, to move forward on dedicating this area for commercial development so that they even realized that the commute was going to be rough at that time and probably unbearable at, in future times, right? So the whole idea was to create employment opportunities in Brentwood. Uh, that could help serve uh, our local residents. And so mm. we're just continuing that vision. Uh, the council's taken a lot of steps um, over that time with different planning actions and specific plans. Uh, the most notable in the last year or so has been a master plan, which basically provided a vision that our economic development team can go out to the Bay Area developers, tech users, life science uh, businesses and companies and show them you can make your dream reality mm. come true in Brentwood. And we want to be on the map and we want to play in the market that the Bay Area is able to provide. Our residents look a lot like the talent and workforce that you are employing at your locations in Palo Alto or mm-hmm. San Carlos, uh, the East Bay. And so we think that we gr- have a great opportunity in the market to be able to bring uh, not only development, but employers here to Brentwood. So Silicon Valley 2.0. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just make it better in Brentwood. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're better in Brentwood. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, so aside from the obvious, you know, pandemic that has challenged everyone in the past two years, what have been some challenges for the city that you all have seen in 2022 so far? Yeah, so um, the challenges for, well, l- let me go back and just say one thing that if I can sure. repeat yeah, about sure. what Josh talked about is uh, the opportunity that's being provided is as a result of of long-term visioning by city councils over decades. Mm. And and it's exciting that uh, we are in the position, position we are today because of that, that foresight. So as it relates uh, specifically to the pandemic, is uh, as it relates to government services, mm-hmm. uh, similar to government, so, sorry, s- similar to the private sector, uh, governments had to re- reevaluate how you provide services, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, city hall's been closed. And, you know, how... Um, the city of Brentwood does not, we don't create like um, widgets, right? Mm-hmm. We provide services, parks and rec services, police services, 
um, and, and, and other planning, code enforcement. Um, there, there's water and wastewater, which mm-hmm. is obviously providing a service that is, is very, very tangible. Um, but, you know, how you connect with, with residents is, has definitely changed. And, um, you know, I think the city of Brentwood is, has done a great job having kind of an open door policy. And, and when I think of the front door of, of a governmental agency or a front door of a business, I used to think of like, hey, it's that physical door, right? That I'm, I'm like looking here at the studios and there's a door that I came into and that being the front door. Really, for our governmental agencies, uh, the front door now is a digital front door. It's a website. It's social media, mm-hmm. and and it's it's not a physical location that many people are getting their information. It used to be you had to call a phone number and talk with someone, or, or go into city hall to get information. And and now all of that's being provided um, on a in a digital front door type type of setting. And and we've definitely had to a change mm-hmm. uh, what we're doing. Uh, but similar to to businesses, nothing's perfect. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work, and you have to to reimagine. Um, but I would tell you. Uh, as much as governments had a struggle, you know, us three right here, we're really dedicated to trying to assist our local businesses that have been negatively impacted mm-hmm. through this pandemic. And are there state and federal programs to to go out and, and try to assist them? I know in the past, uh, Josh uh, helped, you know, uh, businesses understand the PPP loans and idle loans and, and all of the many state and federal programs that were uh, that are that are out there to assist mm-hmm. businesses. And, I, I, you know, all of us go to bed at night trying to figure out how we can help a, a local small business grow from one employees to two employees, right? Many people start out um, in their home. Mm-hmm. And then next, you know, they have a physical location and they start out in a small physical location and go to a, a larger location. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'm just as excited about that type of economic development growth mm-hmm. as I am of attracting a new employer. Because a locally owned and operated company has a major impact economic impact on on a city in, in which it's located. Yeah, no, the 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 small business side of Brentwood is definitely something that's always attracted so many people. Um, and I remember in one of the episodes that we've had, I think it was episode 15, we talked to a craft room owner, of, well, the owner of the craft room, and she was a very nice lady. And she talked about how her business started right when the pandemic hit um, and just how the, all the challenges that came with trying to keep that brand new business going um, during lockdown and all that stuff. And so I think that that hard work that you guys are putting in to make sure that all of these business owners are able to continue to succeed is something that I think a lot of people appreciate. So thank you guys all for doing that, actually. Well, um, well, I'd say hats off to the Brentwood business owners. I mean, those are the people who are out there striving to do what they need to do to be able to support their families and their business. They're the ones that have really persevered. And so hats off to them. We're, we're, we're just glad that they've made their choice to locate in Brentwood and grow their business here. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. And so uh, for people who hope to have their voices heard on changes that they would like to see made, you know, in Brentwood, uh, what would you guys say are the best ways for them to express those thoughts? <clears throat> so uh, a, a few ways. It used to, uh, n- number one, through our digital front door, through social media, um, on the city's website, you can send an email that goes out to all the city council members and to uh, key sit- city staff. Excuse me. Uh, You know, the other way is it used to be that you had to physically go to a city council meeting to participate in a city council meeting that happens uh, twice, twice a month. Now, those meetings are are done on Zoom uh, Mm -hmm. through a digital format and and people can stay in their homes and and, and actively participate in in our democratic process 
of, you know, the city council makes policies uh, decisions, and then us as staff gets to implement those on, on a daily basis. So I would say uh, there's a variety of ways. Uh, and, and then also as it relates to business-related issues, give Josh, uh, myself, or Ricardo a phone call. Um, send us an email. We'd love to talk to you. If you have an idea of a business that you were in another community and you'd like to see that business here in Brentwood, let us know because mm-hmm. Ricardo and Josh are out on the uh, out on the street um, every day trying to get to attract new businesses here to the city. Yeah, awesome. It's what we love to do. I mean, yeah, you guys wouldn't be here if you didn't. <laughs> um, so is there anything else that any of you would like to say before I end the episode? I think maybe we can talk you know, just briefly about uh, opportunities, right? So the, mm-hmm. I think one of the questions that you had asked is, like, what type of challenges are we seeing as a city government? But I think we're also seeing a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. um, from an economic development standpoint. I mean, there, there's um, obviously some land development with the Innovation Center and some inf- key infill sites. Uh, we saw this, you know, new concept of Zoom and work from home and flexible commute. So that creates new opportunities, not only for small businesses, but also for us, to attract satellite employer offices mm-hmm. or additional employers that with that relocation of talent out of the Bay Area and the talent that's already here, continuing to build on that, just looking at different opportunities that we can help connect. Um, I, I'm sure, Ricardo, you know, one of the big things that we see as economic development professionals is the ability to connect with developers and businesses over Zoom. That was never thought of before. So we have the ability to, to get on a call with a, a national franchise group uh, a regional representative or, or a developer and, and introduce ourselves and give a whole flyover tour that wasn't there before, mm-hmm. uh, which would have required an in-person meeting. So we're, we're continuing to step up those efforts and we're continuing to do outreach and we're, we're going to try to hit uh, some current marks and then some future marks over the next two years. That's wonderful. Let me, let me add to that being a newcomer um, and having lived in the East Bay for 16 years, not many people knew this area. And still today, I, you know, I'm in Berkeley or Oakland visiting with old college friends. I say, Brentwood, we know it's somewhere out there. It's out <laughs> beyond. I feel like I'm in, 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 in Star Trek or something. What we really <laughs> the great need beyond. to do, we, we really need to create an image for this community where the people in other parts of the Bay Area, I'm talking only 50 miles from here, Mm -hmm. know of the opportunities in Brentwood. So what we will be doing, Josh and I are going to a a retailer's conference next month, but we're also going to be meeting with developers and businesses throughout the greater Bay Area and put this city on the map. The Innovation Center is one opportunity. We have some Mm -hmm. infill sites where we can promote mixed use and town center type developments, not just... Um, housing, but commercial opportunities all on the same site. So people do not have to jump in their cars and drive everywhere. Mm. So the, you have other oppor- uh, you have other examples of where this is taking place, not only in the Bay Area, but throughout the country. And we want to be able to work with the property owners here to create an environment similar to what you see with Streets of Brentwood, mm-hmm. but by adding residential opportunities so people can walk to the store so people can walk to um get a cup of coffee and 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 work within the Mm. same area yeah um it's just funny you mentioned that actually because when i was in college there's this thing where you kind of like 
work your way up to trying to figure out how to tell somebody where you live in the Bay Area. Um, um, you start with, yeah, I live in, you know, because I'm from Byron. So I would say, I live in Byron. Like, where's that? Oh, it's next to Brentwood. Where's that? Oh, it's next to Antioch. Where's that? Have you heard of Livermore? No, San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, <laughs> that's where I live. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think the idea of trying to get people to actually recognize Brentwood, you know, aside from the one down south, that everybody knows, I think is a really, really good goal. <laughs> yeah. And we definitely want to change that. So, I mean, we have, uh, our team has a lot of support from the city council to go out and do marketing and get on, get our, you know, we've talked about planning our flag out there. Mm. Uh, we have uh, what the council has approved is strategic initiatives to go out and do marketing specifically about putting Brentwood on the map. And we want to create jobs. We want to create commercial development. It's our whole goal. Uh, so we look forward to doing that. Yeah, I look forward to being able to see it all manifest. And so I think the, the last thing as, as relates to Benner and Brentwood is if a business is interested in being highlighted, mm. um, all they need to do is, is contact Josh. And Josh, maybe you want to give us your phone number or email? Yeah, so feel free to, to reach our office. Uh, if you want to reach me directly, it's 925-418-2418. As well as you can email our team at economicdevelopment at brentwoodca.gov. As well, if you're interested, go check out uh, com, and feel free to sign up if you have a business license as well as uh, hashtag uh, better in Brentwood and check us out on Instagram and Facebook. All free of charge, no cost. This is all part of uh, uh, the city's licensing fees that are helping uh, fund this program. And so mm. we hope uh, businesses will reach out to us and, and participate. Now, now we're going out there and trying to find them, but if someone's listening, we'd love to have them participate. Yeah, get that free marketing. <laughs> all right, well... Thank you all for being willing to come onto the show today. Thank, Thank you. you. Great. Thank you. That's it for today's episode of Clocked In with the Press. I appreciate each and every single one of you for taking the time to listen in. For more news stories on Contra Costa County, you can do so through our website or Facebook at thepress.net or our Twitter and Instagram at Press Clocked In. That's all that I have for now, and I look forward to seeing you all or speaking with you all in the next episode. 